Hey friends, you probably know that you can use ARM templates to deploy Azure resources as a group, but in most enterprises, this may lead to these big monolithic templates and it adds a lot of complexity. Alex is here to show us how Azure Blueprints will enable you to design and package entire Azure environments, including your preferred policy and your role-based access assignments today on Azure Friday. Hey, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with Alex Frankel and we're going to talk about Azure Blueprints. Whatever it is, I love the name. Cool, that's good to hear. Um, basically, so if you think about uh, a large enterprise, uh, they almost always have sort of a central cloud architecture team, mm -hmm. center for cloud excellence, all that sort of thing. And they are the ones who are responsible for educating all the different application teams. It could be hundreds and hundreds of application teams mm -hmm. on how to consume Azure in the right way. And what that has created is this sort of bottleneck because all these app teams need to consult with the central body to make sure they're consuming mm. the cloud in the right way. And so what we're trying to do with Blueprints is create a really easy way to package all these different infrastructure components together into a Blueprint. And then once it's in a Blueprint, it makes it really easy to stamp out environments as app teams need them. Oh, so I you see. can imagine like a Blueprint for a dev environment or a sandbox environment. You can imagine a Blueprint for like a three-tier application. Really anything that you can imagine you can do in Azure, that can be um, packaged into a Blueprint. Interesting, because right now in big enterprises, what I see are a mess of PowerShell scripts. Everyone's got a different one. Everyone's got a Word document somewhere. Exactly. Funny thing about Word documents, they don't compile. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. And there's Can't no way to really validate this yeah. stuff, right? And yeah. you know, somehow uh, Cloud Enterprise Excellence Group sends you a Visio diagram. Yep. It says, make it like that. Yep, exactly. And it creates this huge process of trial and error where they consult the doc and they try to make it, mm -hmm. they get something wrong, they go back to the cloud architecture team and they go through that loop. And we found that to go from zero to production application in Azure, it can take anywhere from like three to 12 months because they're going through that painful process. Mm -hmm. And they all have this custom, effectively custom orchestration system mm -hmm. and each one is making their own different thing. See, this is great. I've, I have literally had these conversations with customers and with people internally and I'm like, how come I can't go file new my company's enterprise application? Exactly, and we saw all these large enterprises spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and 60 engineers to build effectively their own front end in front of Azure so that they could do something like that. Mm -hmm. But that was all built with custom code, all that PowerShell glue that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And so this is taking all of that sort of knowledge and research and packaging it into this native concept of a blueprint in Azure. Okay, so then uh, from coming from a place of ignorance, how come this isn't just ARM templates, right? I thought ARM templates were going to solve our everything. Yeah. And then with the creation of software-based networking and VNets, we mm -hmm. were going to all have our own networks, we were going to all be very sophisticated. Mm -hmm. Wasn't an ARM template file new my app? Yes, so an ARM template is really, really good at saying, I want this resource to exist this way in a declarative way, right? Mm -hmm. But where it starts to break down is when you start composing these large environments. And there are certain ways to orchestrate uh, larger ARM templates together, but it becomes these monoliths that are hard to debug and hard to manage. And that's when you see these enterprises transition to a C-sharp orchestration system or a PowerShell orchestration system. So they can keep their ARM templates small, but have something to tie it all together. But those all have their own problems. And so what we're really doing with Blueprints is giving you a way to package ARM templates, policies, 
RBAC assignments into this native thing in Azure, and you'll see that that helps with things like versioning and keeping those environments up to date over time, which is a huge challenge uh, that people don't have a good way of solving today. Okay. That acronym RBAC, of course, role-based access control. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing you say that Azure Blueprints is a superset or a container for ARM templates and other policy documents. Exactly. It is not a replacement of it's a bigger than. Exactly. So all the engineering and the work that you've done to build up a repository of really great ARM templates, that feeds right into Blueprints. You don't need to change anything. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All yeah. right. Blow me away. So we right. have a diagram here. Explain yeah, a little so bit of this that. basically just covers what we just talked about, where you're, where you're composing this package of RBAC policy and ARM templates into a blueprint. Mm -hmm. And once you have the blueprint, it becomes super easy to scale out and stamp out those blueprint environments um, in many subscriptions. Or if you're in a shared environment in a single subscription, you can have blueprints define a few resource groups and stamp out those environments within a single subscription. And I assume that this isn't production specific. It could be dev and test. It could be staging. I yep. need a load balancing environment yep. for testing and yep. doing, you know, doing some load testing. Exactly. No it can be parameterized. Really, everything that you uh, want to be able to do in terms of deploying infrastructure to Azure can be done in a blueprint. And this is a native thing. This is a Azure understands this thing. Yes. This isn't just. Alex did this with some PowerShell scripts. Exactly, and that's really the key. I love it. Cool. So let's do a demo. All right. So uh, this is the getting started page for Blueprints. Um, it walks through some basic things like creating a Blueprint, assigning the Blueprint to a subscription, and then tracking the life cycle of that Blueprint over time, as well as some good documentation. The table of contents is super straightforward, just blueprint definitions, what does this blueprint do, and blueprint assignments, what's, gonna, what's it going to look like when the blueprint deploys. Okay. Um, and so we'll start by creating a blueprint from scratch. When we do that, uh, I get some simple sort of templates here of things like common policies or resource groups with RBAC. These are sort of just built-in blueprints to help you get started faster. But we're going to start with a blank blueprint template. I have to give the blueprint a name. So my new blueprint, I can give it uh, a, per, a description if I'd like, but I'm going to skip that for now. And then I need to put the blueprint definition somewhere. So you save the blueprint definitions at either a management group scope or a subscription scope. Mm -hmm. A management group, if you haven't played around with it yet, is really just a grouping concept for subscriptions. So by placing the blueprint above the subscription in your Azure hierarchy, you can then uh, assign that blueprint to any child subscription. Oh, that makes sense. That's nice. I've no, I'm familiar, of course, with resource groups. Mm -hmm. This wouldn't be an appropriate concept. Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with subscriptions, but if you're in a large enterprise with hundreds of subscriptions, you might want to say the developer division exactly. or the production people. Exactly. Um, so we'll pick a management group to save this particular blueprint. Our favorite organization, Contoso. Mm -hmm. And when I get to the artifacts section, this is really the meat of what a blueprint is. I can start adding as many artifacts I need, as I need to this blueprint. Um, so at the beginning, I have only one spot to put one of these artifacts. Um, and when I click Add Artifact, I get these options for policy assignment, role assignment, an ARM template, or a resource group. I can create many different resource groups that I define in the blueprint. So we'll start there. Like I said, you can parameterize pretty much anything in a blueprint. So I can choose to have the resource group name or the location be hard-coded, mm -hmm. or I can have it be determined at assignment time. That's what I'm going to do with this particular resource group name. But the location, I always want this particular environment to be deployed in East US, so I'll hard-code that here. 
And so now we've just added our first artifact to the blueprint. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, I now have the option to add an artifact to the subscription like I just did, or add an artifact within the context of my resource group. And that's what I'm going to do here. So I'll click Add Artifact again. I have uh, a similar set of options, policies, roles, and ARM templates, but obviously I can't put a resource group inside of a resource group, so that's why that option went away. Okay. So let's add an ARM template. Um, we're going to add a virtual network here. And I have a place where I can copy and paste in my ARM template. Obviously, we're walking through the UI right now. Mm -hmm. All of this can be modeled as code. So you can keep all of your blueprint definitions in source control, push them into Azure when you're ready, and then you can start assigning those blueprints to your environments. And, and is the, the blueprint, like the, it's a JSON file? Yeah, it's a set of JSON files, of which JSON is files. great because then you can manage the life cycle of each of your artifacts independently, nice. and then bring them together in a definition when you're ready. So I have my VNet template here. This is just a standard ARM template. There's nothing I did to make it sort of blueprint specific. Okay. And I'm just going to copy and paste it in here. Click Add. And now I have my virtual network in my resource group in my blueprint. Again, there are parameters here. I can choose to, to hard code any of these values uh, if I would like. Um, but I'm going to leave these alone. I, I'll fill them out at assignment time. But as you can see, there are default values here. Mm. So just like with ARM templates, if I have any default values or allowed values, anything like that, that all works with blueprints as well. And the UI, a compliment to you, it's very nice. Once you saved it and came back in, it found those parameters and mm -hmm. it goes and sets it up very nicely. It actually found it before I even saved. Did it really? Yep. That's impressive. Yeah. I got a good team behind me. That's lovely. Um, so we'll save this as a draft. We save the blueprint as a draft by default so that you can continue to revise the blueprint before you're ready to publish it as a distinct, distinct version. Mm -hmm. The reason why we're very careful about publishing is because we need to track where those blueprints have been assigned. So if you turn around tomorrow and say, you know what, I need the security team to have owner access to this resource group, I can add it to the blueprint definition, update the assignment, um, and all my environments will get updated because mm -hmm. we understand what it looked like before and what it needs to look like now. Wow. So we have a lot of flexibility there. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm going to take my turkey out of the oven and go to a more advanced blueprint that I've been working on. So this is to set up uh, a complete networking setup for a given application team. Okay. As you can see here, I have my app network resource group, and I also have uh, four ARM templates, um, one for my VNet gateway, my VNet, my network security group, my public IP address. And you'll also see here that I have the other types of artifacts. I have a policy here to apply a default cost center uh, tag to all the resources in that resource group, mm -hmm. and I have an RBAC assignment to give contributor access to that resource group. So when I go through the assignment process, I'll hand over access to the application team as part of deploying the environment. So it's really just one click and everything is good to go. Right, that, that right there, this screen really makes a lot of sense because it shows you, shows you what lives with inside ARM and what is outside of scope. Yep. That now becomes part of the larger blueprint. Yep, exactly. And it also makes it really good for consulting with application teams. I now, as the central team, can say, hey, this is what your blueprint looks like. This is what's going to be deployed in your environment. Mm -hmm. Instead of pouring over these monolithic JSON documents, it makes it really easy to just look in the UI. So, now that we have a blueprint defined, let's go through and assign that blueprint to a particular subscription. Okay. So I'm going to pull up the assignment screen here. The first thing I need to do is pick a subscription. So I have a bunch of subscriptions here. These are all the subscriptions that live within that management group where I save the blueprint. So okay. only the eligible subscriptions are showing up here. 
Um, I can give the assignment name, I have to give the blueprint a location, and then here's where that version comes in. If I mm -hmm. want to assign an older version, I can do that, but it defaults to the latest version. Which is nice also to know that blueprints are being actively developed, but your inv investments in possibly existing blueprints are maintained. Exactly. So there's all sorts of use cases for keeping that old version around. So we, it's not as if you publish a new version and that old one goes away and can't be used anymore. Makes sense. Um, this feature of locking the assignment is really interesting. So today, this is a perfect example, you'll deploy a network into a subscription. Mm -hmm. And you need to give that application team owner access to that subscription, right? Because they need to give access to more people, create more resources, all those sorts of things. But that central team has that network configured in a very particular way. They don't want you mucking with IP addresses or anything like that because that can have really severe consequences. So by locking the assignment, it actually says only the blueprint definition can be responsible for modifying these resources. Even if you're an owner in the subscription, we've actually wow. revoked access from those people so that really nothing can touch uh, those resources except for the blueprint. So you still have a full life cycle around those resources, but you've removed access from any owners that you may not want to tamper with it. How, how, how granular or not granular is that? Is that simply a binary thing? Like what if I want to change this VM from medium to large? So, so today it's, it is binary. So by turning the lock on, you're locking all the resources in a blueprint. Um, but we do have a lot of plans to make that a lot more granular, to say, mm -hmm. you know what, I want this resource locked down completely, but this one I only want to prevent deletion, but I want people to add to it. So you can imagine, like a SQL database, you want to be able to spin up a new database without exactly. messing with the core config yeah. of the actual SQL server. Scale up and out seem like the first obvious ones. Yeah, exactly. So, cool. in progress. I dig it. Yeah. Um, and then now it's asking me for all the different pieces of information that we parameterized in the blueprint. So I have all my resource names here. It's picking up the default values from the template, so mm -hmm. I don't need to touch anything. The resource group is also parameterized. It's adding uh, um, a parameter to that uh, resource group name. The location's hard-coded. Uh, I need to give access to somebody for this uh, blueprint to be created. So if you don't mind, I'll give you access to this resource group. Okay. Do I exist? I think you exist. Am I a person? There you go. Oh my goodness. That um, cost center tag that we're adding to all the resources, that's a defined set of allowed values. So it's really easy for me to pick from a set that have already been approved by these central architecture teams. The IP addresses have all been defaulted. I can change this if I need to. Um, and the VNet gateway is already configured as well. So all I need to do is click assign here. And what this is doing, it's kicking off the assignment process. So now the, the assignment process has started. So everything's working well, but it's in the process of deploying, right? So let's look at what happens when this um, blueprint is finished deploying. Mm -hmm. So you can see here, all the deployed resources are listed here. These are all live links to the real resources they are really running, mm -hmm. and they're really locked. If I went in and tried to delete uh, an NSG or a VNet here, I would get an error saying, you know what, you have access to these resources normally, but there's a blueprint that's locking these resources so you can't touch them. Wow, so you yeah. went out throughout all of Azure to make sure that this was baked into Azure Oh yeah, it's, it's a core part of how RBAC works in Azure. We worked closely with the identity team to make sure it worked really well. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, it really is. All right, so I can do this now. This is in preview. Where yep. do I learn about blueprints? So you can go to this beautiful collection of resources here. 
All right, screenshot this, everybody. Yep, so you have documentation. We have a deep dive video from Ignite that goes into way more detail. And then if you want to take the next step of managing your blueprints as uh, code and putting it in source control, you have a link for walking you through that as well. All right, awesome. Cool. What a fantastic resource available to us, Azure Blueprints, making it easier to roll things out to your large enterprise and your organization. I'm learning all about it today on Azure Friday. Thank you.